Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of Selective Hearing. I am your host, Julie DeMar, and I am back this week with another beautiful guest. Today, I have Miss Sherry Tripp with me, and we are going to talk about health and wellness. So thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thank you, Julie. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm so excited to be here um, with you. And yeah, so my story is... Uh, a little different, a little interesting. My background has mostly been in the financial services industry. I'm a CPA, so I did that for many years. And as I continued on into my career, had more management level positions and you know, managing larger teams, more responsibility. You know, I found that it also came with a lot of stress, you know, a lot of long hours. I found my health being kind of being put on the back burner with all, you know, everything going on. And I realized that, you know, I couldn't do that. And I also needed to take care of myself as well. So I enrolled in a health coach program, mostly uh, for myself at first to see what I could learn. I just enjoyed it so much and found that there was, you know, so much that I wanted to help other women with because I know, you know, so many hardworking women out there that were you know, in the same boat that I was. And so I decided to switch gears and start my own health coaching company, focusing on, um, you know, coaching women through stress management, improving their sleep, their brain health, so productivity and memory retention, all of that as well. So that is what I have been doing for the last um, year or so. I love it. And I feel like I'm making a difference in other people's lives, which I didn't always feel like I did in my uh, corporate job so it's more fulfilling for me like now that I'm in a space where I'm doing like this and it's helping people yes that it it feels so much better than like the daily grind like the, the <laughs> daily grind oh my gosh like even though it's like a different kind of grind like it, it just yes. it feels better when you know like there's like some sort of like positive impact um taking place so exactly. like that's like um something that kind of made me want to ask you some of like I like I know what my common stressors are but like what are some of the most like common stressors that you find women deal with when they come to you for help I think that the most common one is you know trying to do too much and having a lot on their plate, especially as women. Your career is very important to you, but also your family as well. Especially, you know, kind of depending where you are uh, in life, you may also be finding yourself having to care for your parents as well. So there's some women that are, you know, caring for their children and their parents. And so just being in that caregiver role and then also having, you know, work on top of it, it can be a lot and overwhelming. So I think that, you know, that's a, a really common one for women, just having too much on their plate and kind of not knowing where to start to decrease their load <laughs> that they yeah. have. That never ending balancing act, if you will, that, oh my gosh, like the scale is always tipping to the other side. Right, yes. And you're always just trying to like find like that middle ground, but it's like, yes, yeah, like a never ending thing that happens if I came to you let's just say let's just put all my stuff out there <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like okay so yeah I'm a new stay-at-home mom who just started a business of a two-year-old and a four-year-old 
um, a husband whose job is so demanding that he's not here a lot. So I am the point person in life. I'm experiencing now. Everybody, this is this is. Don't think my life is like this crazy. It's crazy, but it's not this crazy. <laughs> we're, we're just coming. We're just gonna create a hypothetical situation to give you guys some help out there. I'm stressed out, and I'm trying to find like the balance of it all. Mm-hmm. Experiencing burnout really bad sleep let's just let's just say crazy poor heating habits like I don't know like you name it like a lot of the things that people experience like and I came to you and I'm like oh my god this is life what would some of the strategies you would go over with me to try to help get me started so one is kind of setting priorities right I like to kind of sit with people you know kind of lay everything out and then see what's really a priority and what's not. Um, you know, what can we kind of shift around because we're not gonna be able to do everything. So trying to, you know, figure out what's the most important thing is key. And then actually being organized from there. So kind of planning things out, which at first can like seem a little bit more stressful, but in the long run, it helps us because when we don't have things planned out and we have so much going on, it just, it could seem so overwhelming. So having a good, you know, plan for our week and like what's going on can help us. And then we know from there where we can set our boundaries. Cause that's another big one that I talk with women, especially about is setting boundaries. And And it's okay to, you know, say no to things and, you know, communicating the boundaries too, you know, especially at work. I know in my case, I always felt like I had to say yes to every project that came along, but we don't have to, we could be like, oh, okay, I can do that. But what else, you know, what can you take off my plate so that I can get that done for you? You know, having some boundaries and sticking to them is going to help. And also having a support system. I feel is key. Having your kind of tribe around you where you not only can just talk to someone, like, you know, if you need to just vent or talk, but being able to ask for help from them too and not having to do everything yourself. It's okay to uh, ask help from others too. It's not a, it's not a sign of weakness. It's, you know, I think of it as a sign of strength that you're saying, you know, can you please help me? Now that I'm going back and listening to episodes, <laughs> I've I've been sh- like stressing without even realizing it this season um, a lot on um, self-care. Like almost in every episode, I've brought up the importance of like self-care and um, listening to your inner voice and recognizing your needs mm-hmm. so much. And I was like, Wow. Because there was a time in life where I absolutely did not. And it it wasn't intentional neglect. It was just simple, like, um, not knowing what any of this looked like and understanding the importance of it. Because, like, that was just kind of like a conditioning thing. Like, we weren't taught that it was okay to take care of yourself. It's okay to put yourself first. Like, these kind of things were, like, um, taboo topics, if you will. Like, oh, yeah, self-care is selfish. And it's like, no, um, positive selfishness is okay. And it's necessary in order for you to be good, not just for yourself, but for everyone around you. I've noticed this, like, and I was like, without, it's so unintentional. Like it's just been coming up in every conversation. I was like, well, maybe that's a part of like the purpose aspect of it all in the conversations that I've been having, because it's so important and it's such a 
like I said, like a taboo thing. And like, I'm glad that we're able to have like these open discussions on such public platforms now to encourage men and women alike to like, just embrace your inner needs and follow that voice and take care, better care of yourself. Yeah, no, yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because I, I feel the same way. I feel like, yeah, it's always been kind of had a negative connotation. And so I'm so happy that people are starting to realize more and more, you know, how important it is. And we can have these conversations and know, like you said, it's not selfish. We have to take care of ourselves. When we take care of ourselves and we feel better, we'll have more energy and to take care of others and to do our our jobs and so it has a, a positive uh, effect on us when we when we do make sure that we're taking care of ourselves so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that ripple effect that yeah. ripple effect has has been another thing that comes up it's absolutely so true so like that brings me into my my self-care questions about um from your point of view like how important is self-care and stress management and if you can tell someone one practice to help like incorporate that into their daily routine like what would it be i really encourage people to make sure that they're getting in some physical activity as well so that's a great form of self-care and stress management and to do something that you love like don't you know, go out running if you hate running. <laughs> there's, you know, there's so many different activities and uh, I'm always doing something different because I always find some new class, you know, at the gym that I <laughs> that I like to do. But just getting like some movement in because I, you know, and especially, I know from my experience, I was finding that I was just sitting all day long because you have so many meetings and, you know, even, now with you know people working from home you're having the zoom calls all day and, and before you know it it's like you've been sitting all day and that can you know really affect your mood and your productivity as well so kind of making sure you're getting up getting movement throughout the day it's gonna um really just make you feel so much better so that's like a good one to that you can kind of do, you know, daily and sprinkle in. It doesn't have to be a whole hour, like, you know, class at a time, like little 10 minute walks, get some fresh air. Um, you know, it will really help with the, you know, any stress that's coming up throughout the day. I'm doing this right now. I'm, I'm doing this with my accountability group. This yeah. it's a 66 day challenge. Okay. where like you choose five different things that you want to like like five different habits that you want to form okay. and you practice those five habits every day mm -hmm. for 15 minutes a day for 66 days because like there's I guess studies that have shown that if you practice a habit for 66 days it will become automatic mm. So one of the things that I put in my, because I have this love hate relationship with, um, working out, Okay. I will go on these great, I will have these great workout streaks where I'm just like killing it. And yeah. then I'll be like, after a leg day, like I'm gonna take a break. And then I'll look like that break has turned into three months. Right. And then I'm starting back <laughs> over again. Yeah. Oh yeah, leg day was rough. It hurts. They're like, I'm not gonna do anything today. And then today turns, and I was like, I found that to be like something that I didn't really like. So I was like, let's let's form this habit 
and let's try like this. Like I'm not training for the Arnold Classic or anything like that, people. It's just for 15 <laughs> minutes a day, I choose something. I'll go on a walk, I'll go on a run. I will um, stretch. Like there's so, or do, if it, I wanna do something intense, like I'll choose like a crazy hit workout. And I've been doing these like every day for, I'm on day like 64 now. Oh, wow. Like, and I found this to be more effective in my workout routine and in my body movement and me like practicing that aspect of my health than like going to the gym, killing it and then being like, yeah, I worked out super hard. I'm not doing that again. And like losing three months of my life just like that. Yes, (laughs) yeah, yeah. No, that's that's so true and common. So yeah, no, that's great. That's a great strategy, I like that. (laughs) Just like a little thing to share. Like people are like, oh, I don't have time. Like 15 minutes, it comes and goes so fast. And like what I've been finding too is at the end of that 15 minutes, I want to do more. But right, I will. I yeah. If I have time, I'll keep pushing. But if I don't, like I can respectfully leave that 15 minutes where it is, be mm-hmm. proud of that accomplishment and continue on with the day. Uh, I also found that true. I did something similar with meditation. So kind of on the other end of the spectrum, instead of, you know, getting our movement in to kind of just sit, try to relax that way too. And at first it can be challenging. And I think that that's why people sometimes don't want to stick with it because they don't feel like they're doing it right. Or, you know, just doing like a minute or so a day, you're still getting the benefits and working up from there. You don't have to start like an hour meditating you know it's just like a little bit over time like you said then it becomes a habit and you can make it fun like trying to like you're working with your group you know to get the these habits kind of in place you know you can have a challenge with yourself or with friends and you know that helps as well to stick with it Um, So my coach actually created the accountability group. I found this to be so amazing. So I wanted to talk to you about that too, like creating, because you mentioned um, a little earlier. So I want to circle back to that about like um, making sure that you have support systems when you're um, embarking on these journeys. So like, it's so important to create a system of like-minded people to kind of prop you up on those days. Cause like, we're not perfect. And we'll all have those days where we're like, eh, not today, maybe. You know, like. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And there's those people there that are like, you got this, you know, and I'm here with you. And, you know, just like that simple, like, we're all human and we all experience it. Like that little reminder and that little person that just prop you up through it. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely. And I myself have had, you know, a number of coaches you know, throughout uh, my journey as well, you know, whether it was, you know, looking to have better nutrition or, you know, have like more of a life coach. And I've loved all of them. And for me, it's been so much of the accountability. You know, I feel like for, you know, some things like we know what we need to do, but we don't do it. And we're like, why, you know, what's going, what's wrong with me? And it's like, nothing's wrong, but it's like, you know, we need the accountability and the support for, you know, that someone for, like you said, on our bad days, we can have someone be like, no, you know, you can do it and kind of knows your, your story. It just makes, I found such a difference. And that, you know, also was another reason that I was really drawn to coaching because I saw, you know, what it had done for me, you know, the importance of it. 
I think a lot of us, we do want so many things. We see so many things. We have these conversations with ourselves. We feel it. Like, and we, we genuinely like love. I feel like, I know for me, like, I love the thought of like these big ideas for myself. Like, oh yeah, that'd be great to do that. I just don't know how. Right. Like, I think that is something that we all kind of struggle with so like with that do you find that common with um people who come to you it's like hey like I want this for my life I just don't know how or I've tried to get this for my life and I failed so maybe it's not for me like is there like a lack of understanding of how we obtain our goals and like being realistic in that pursuit like have you found that to be kind of common i come across so many ambitious women who want to do it all and they want to do it perfectly too that's another thing i've seen and i've experienced myself is that we get into this thought of we just you know everything has to be perfect or we're not gonna do it then we end up limiting ourselves, you know, so kind of, you know, working with women on letting that go. So you don't have to be perfect in everything. And a lot of times once we let that go, we're able to start to move towards our goals and some of the things that we may not have been pursuing because of fear. In my, the industry that I came from, it was more male dominated. And so that can be another challenge and stress for women where you kind of feel like you have to prove yourself more. You know, you're working even harder to show that you're capable. And sometimes, you know, that will, for some women, they'll just, you know, kind of shy away from that and, you know, be like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Or I can't get that kind of working through that to be able to be like, you know, no, you can. And, you know, we have to sometimes get out of our own way <laughs> to, yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. to, to get, to move forward. Mm -hmm. I'll share a story with you guys. Um, with this show, I came up with the concept of it in like 2018. And the idea for it was this huge, like, um, the view, the talk as, you know, round table of ladies from all these different backgrounds, sharing our perspectives. It wasn't happening that way. Like, and I was like, just, I'm not gonna do it then. If it's not gonna be that, then I'm not gonna do it. Like, if it's not gonna be this kind of perfect and this kind of extent, I'm not doing it. And then like the pandemic hit and we all got a chance to sit with ourselves. I'm in Michigan, so we had to sit with ourselves a lot longer. <laughs> we were like, well, lockdown forever. Yeah, right there with you. <laughs> goodness so it was like you're watching the rest of the world move on and you're like still on lockdown I was like you know what I'm just gonna do it and I like got my camera out and I just sat on my couch and that's how I started and then it grew into this so it's like once I let go of that idea of and it's not saying that this could never get there I'll never be there because I got big dreams and goals like but I had to start to even like get the vision rolling Yes. For it to grow into that. And like, that is like something that I like to share as well is like, just do it. Like when I have conversations with people and they're like hesitant about things, I'm like, just do it. Yes. Like, you're never going to find out what it's going to be like. Just, just do it. Like, I love the idea of one day or two days. Like, uh, yeah. like, just do it. Just do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And that's what I found with myself too. And, you know, starting my own business is, you know, I just had to do it. And especially coming from, you know, more of an analytical mindset, I knew if I let myself go down that road, I'd find a million reasons not to, you know, to, to you know, kind of stay with what's safe and, and what I know, but that wasn't fulfilling. So I had to kind of, you know, put all that to the side and say, just start. You know, and just go from there. But mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take that leap of faith, yeah. and then like after you do it, you're like, oh, why did I wait so long? Like now I can't see myself in another position because like I'm here and it. Yeah. No. It, like you know, kind of like the the time's gonna go by anyway, right? So, you know, you don't wanna, you know, have years go by and, and look back and be like, oh, I wish I had started mm -hmm. you know, back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I never want to sing and I I've done it before. So like, I, I, I'll, I'll say I'll never want to sing again. Cause I like to remind everybody I'm, I'm just like you, <laughs> but I, I don't ever want to sing the shoulda, coulda, woulda song. Like I rather like do something and like have the answer. I did that. And this was the outcome may not have been what I thought it was going to be, but this was the outcome. And I know, and I like living in that space. Yeah, no, I know. And I think, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, like I really realized that during the pandemic and just seeing how, you know, quickly things can change in life. And, you know, that gave me the extra kind of push and motivation too. It's to not to not wait on, on things because you just never know. I want to kind of switch gears into like the mental health aspect of, of this. How does like stress impact women's mental and physical health? And um, I want to kind of get into some of the long-term consequences of these things going unchecked. It can do so much to both our mental and physical health that we don't always realize. Mentally, it really can affect our brain and our, you know, our ability to concentrate, our memory, and especially like our decision-making skills. So there's a lot going on there when we're very really stressed also from a sleep perspective which i know we've mentioned a little bit about but you know it really can disrupt our sleep patterns which uh, can lead to you know poor sleep quality insomnia you know things like that as well which has a longer term effect on our body even our energy and all of that physically too it can affect like blood pressure um different heart disease as well so there's that um hormonal imbalance too for you know with women it can really affect that and so that can have negative effects on women's cycles fertility issues as well the other thing i kind of like to mention is like digestive problems so sometimes if we feel bloated or have stomach aches that can be related to stress as well it definitely kind of affects our whole body you know both both uh physically and mentally in a, a number of ways so it's something we want to keep a check on we are such resilient creatures women are <laughs> like just the 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 task at hand is is great like you said motherhood caregiver roles you know uh workplace roles you you carry we carry so many things in our communities like women are i say like the leaders 
leaders that kind of go unnoticed because like we're it's kind of expected of us if you mm. if you will like it's like oh yeah she got this she'll do this she can she can handle it and a lot of time we even embrace that and take it on even if we don't really feel like it right. um yes so like i love talking about like our mindsets and kind of shifting them into a way that can better serve us and stress <laughs> management um so yeah. like how would you say that mindset um, can help adapting a positive mindset can help like with um cultivating a more resilient and positive attitude. I think it's so important having a positive mindset and not even just necessarily for the stress management, but in general, it, you know, makes such a difference in our lives and really trying to kind of change our perspective. And I'm not sure if you're familiar or the audience will be familiar with, um, it's called ANTS and it's automatic negative thoughts. And it's kind of what we tell ourselves um, that's usually not true. <laughs> and, you know, it will kind of spiral uh, if we let it. And, you know, that's when we can, you know, have anxiety or feel depressed and being able to be aware and catch yourself when you're having one of those thoughts and being able to reframe it in you know, a more positive way is just, it's gonna be able to help you to then, you know, deal with any like stressful situations, like in just such a better like space and light. So that's one, and it's an interesting exercise to do, to try to catch up because you'll realize you might not think that you have these thoughts as much as you do like especially as women right like you always are so hard on ourselves and you know can put ourselves down so easily so definitely being better at catching those and um also coming from a space of gratitude too i've started uh, we were talking about habits uh i started a habit of trying of writing down three things i'm grateful for each day and that has, you know, made a big difference in my mindset too. And it makes you, you know, helps you to focus on the positive instead of going into the negative. So, and that's another one that, you know, can take five minutes out of your day, you know, either in the morning or, or in the evening to do. I'm super intentional with my days, especially if I wake up I call, okay, so there's so, we've discussed negative self-talk, positive self-talk on this show so much. So there's like, we've had um, the, the mean girl, you know, I've dressed it as the mean girl. I like ants. Cause I, and when you were talking about, I was like, it, it, it can like feel like a little, like a million of those like little red ants just running wild in your head if you let it. Yeah, like I actually, um, I named negative self-talk on my end, Monica. She's okay. just like this nonstop, yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love it. <laughs> but we, I, I know like we've all have experienced it in, in some capacity. You know, it's that that voice that shows up and it's just like, I, it's negative, <laughs> you know? Like, my goodness, like I, yeah, I almost lost where I was going with this. I did lose where I was going with this. I can't believe it. Cause like I, self-talk is like a big thing. Um, it'll come back. I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> I'm so yeah. sorry. I think I'll, I'll say is too, um, 
you know, I'm a big um, lover of like self-help books and, you know, always finding the next one to read and doing workshops and, you know, just continuing to learn that way too. Um, because, you know, it, it helps when you have the kind of mindset of always learning too, you kind of, um, you see challenges that may come up more as like opportunities mm -hmm. um you know and that kind of, that helps you with your you know resilience with the stress management as well kind of gives you another another tool yeah toolbox it came back just like see that's the that's the mom brain in me too right <laughs> um oh yeah i would say like i'm very intentional with my days <laughs> So I wake up and like, especially if it's like a bleh day, like I wake up and I say, okay, I, I have three things that I write down every day that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. And then I lead in my day with like, um, what do I want to feel today? What do I want to be today? What am I letting go of today? What do I affirm for today? And like, I literally go over those things with myself every single day because um, someone said to me, I don't let the day bring anything to me. I bring what I want to each day. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, like we've all had those days where it feels like we're just blowing in the wind and life is just beating us down. Like what has happened? Yes. But if I wake up on the wrong side of the bed and I'm like, okay, it's not that great of a day. And I have that conversation with myself. What do you need today? What's going on with you today? What, how can we, you know, like, like you were saying, like having a solution based you know mindset like okay it it doesn't mean like it it you're not having a bad day and the day is going to be you know perfect we're not taking away from like yeah we have bad days but it does change the outcome in the tone of the day when you set up your day like hey but it's it's kind of crappy but I'm still grateful for these things and you know I'm feeling a little tired or whatever the case may be but I still want to be productive today or creative today or happy or calm or whatever yeah. the case may be if you take that into your day that's exactly what your day will produce and it will 100% I guarantee not spiral into a like ugh, getting knocked around feeling what happened today like I just can't wait to get home and like it be over with yeah right no exactly and you know kind of reminding yourself of that throughout the day as well right so you know starting off you know with that positive attitude and then like you say you know i mean life is going to still happen right and so things may pop up throughout the day and then if it does take you know kind of a moment to yourself to to refocus and kind of go over some of those you know same ideas as you did in the morning to kind of bring you back so it's, you know, kind of, you can, it's there for you whenever you need it. You know, you just need to take, it's okay to take a moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. go, go into the ladies room if you have to, to that's the only place you can get away from everyone, you know, yeah. <laughs> do what you have to do. Um, but, you know, just, it, it is just take a moment, um, you know, even just breathing exercises too. Mm -hmm. I found can help if you're like really um just coming out of some like stressful situation um even driving sometimes right <laughs> I've had to do that lately <laughs> just breathe yeah oh my gosh me and my kids actually saw a hit and run a couple days ago and I was just like I just sat at the light like what and I had to like breathe and then like the driver 
was just holding on to the steering wheel because I was in a turning lane and the car was going straight. And like, I just looked over at the driver and just rolled my window down. I'm like, are you okay? And the driver was just like holding on to the steering wheel. Like, yeah, what just happened? And I was like, I think even in that, like, I just let the light switch again. And I just, I was like, are you okay? I was like, yeah. And I was like, um, you want to pull over and call someone? It's like, I'm okay. I got it. But thank you. You know? And then I, my kids were like, mom, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah. And then I kept driving, but I was like, I even needed a minute. Cause I was kind of yeah. like, what did I just see that? Did that just right. happen? Right. Yeah. Like, I don't like driving these days. Like, I know it's, something that I wish we didn't have to do but unfortunately we have to do but I don't like driving these days no I know I know this weekend I got stuck in a huge traffic jam and then it started like raining cats and dogs and it was like I used to couldn't see and you're stuck in traffic and so yeah it it can like you know happen in a blink of an eye it's like yeah. oh you're in stressful situations on that on the road mm-hmm. yeah I definitely mm-hmm Especially like, I feel like ever since, one thing I will say, I feel like ever since like the world kind of shifted, that road rage is at an all time high. And I just see people like so impatient and not like giving themselves time, like yeah. with anything in any capacity. And then they get in the car and it just all comes to a head. And it's just like people on yeah. each other's bumpers, people going through lights, people making like really irrational decisions, not realizing that they're like, putting themselves and other people in harm's way. Like, it's just like a lot of irrational stuff going on. No, I know. I stumbled across a show. I don't know if it's been on for a while or not, but I think it's like Road Wars or something like that. And I watched an episode or two and it was really scary, like how quickly things escalate and, you know, what people were doing to each other Mm. on the road and putting others in danger. Yeah. It's like, just calm down. Just breathe. (laughs) Breathe. Breathe and calm down. My car is always a happy place because like I'm most of the time my kids are in the car with me. And I know like sometimes like you're like, what? Like kids being in the car is really stressful. But let me tell you guys what my kids do. Mm-hmm. They so they're obsessed with this movie, Hotel Transylvania. Okay. And <laughs> so they've been watching part three on repeat for like the past couple of months now. And um the Macarena. So when I was younger, the Macarena was like a new hit thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's like circled back around because it's in the oh, movie. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. So like the kids, every time we get in the car, it's a thing. Like as soon as we get in the car, mom, we want to hear the Macarena. <laughs> and like in my car, like if you guys ever see me in traffic, if you if you hear the Macarena blasting and you see two kids in the back seat doing right. Yeah. So my car is like a really happy place because my kids are usually whenever we go somewhere, listening to the Macarena on a loop while doing the Macarena in their car seats. So it's not even, and the song's extremely annoying, but it's really hard for me not to just be happy looking up in the rear view mirror, watching them just like love this. Like they love it so much. I hope that they get over it, but. um, <laughs> Yes, no, I mean, you can't get that booth like doing yeah. the Macarena, right? <laughs> Yeah, but it's it's cute, but like the song is annoying now. But but it's like cute just watching him like, oh my four year old is so he's so into it too. Like he's he takes his Macarena serious, like his dance moves, he Mm. he takes them real serious. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh yeah, this is one um that I wanted to ask you about is like um before we get into 
um, the resources and things like that that you offer, I kind of want to get into like misconceptions and what are some misconceptions of stress and um, of what are some of the misconceptions that you've dealt with as far as like um, stress management and wellness? Yes. Um, so one of them is that like stress can be completely eliminated, right? So that's not the case, unfortunately, right? We're always going to have some degree of stress. Um, and we actually want a little bit of stress because, um, you know, we want our body to be able to react. So, you know, if all of a sudden, um, you know, a tiger came into the room, I want to make sure I, you know, my body is telling me to run away. <laughs> so um, we we want a little bit of stress. What we want to be able to do is learn how to manage the stress. So it's not, our goal shouldn't be to eliminate it completely. Um, you know, that's not going to happen, but, you know, learning to um, have, you know, our tools in place, you know, some of that that we talked about today so that when we're in the situations, we can handle them more effectively. One that I had, um, you know, thought about and you had mentioned it, so I want to kind of bring it back up is the whole self-care. The self-care is not selfish. So I want to reiterate that one again, because I think it's, it's important. Um, for us to remember. The other thing is that I've seen is you only can do like relaxation methods to reduce stress, right? So kind of the meditation that I talked about, the mindfulness, things like that. And I love those and they work, but if those aren't for you, then that's, you know, I don't want people thinking that's the only way. So, you know, doing some of the other stuff that we talked about, like the physical activity, um, you know, making sure that we're, we're taking care of ourselves with our, our diet and, you know, our sleep are other ways as well. Even though I'm a big proponent of it, don't feel like, you know, you have to be, um, meditating for hours <laughs> at a time. Um, and to that note too, that reminds me of, you know, another thing is that stress management doesn't have to be time consuming. So I think, you know, sometimes that that might be a misconception people have. And, um, you know, it definitely does not have to be like, you know, some of the things that we talked about today too, it could take a minute or two to really help us. So don't, don't feel like, you know, don't stress yourself out trying to like reduce your stress. It's, um, you know, it can just be short little bursts um, throughout the day too. So um, lastly, I would say to, um, to, there's a myth kind of that, you know, well, I'll just try to avoid like all stressful situations so I don't have to deal with it. And we don't want that either because we want to uh, learn how to deal with these situations to make them not as stressful. So if we're trying to just stay away from everything, we're not going to learn those skills, you know, and then eventually when they, they do pop up, we won't know how to handle them. Not to, you know, avoid everything either. That it just piles up actually like, oh, I avoided this and that and the other. And then next thing you know, I have 
this giant rug, this mountain of a rug with stuff under it that I got to deal with. Yes, and, and then right brings the overwhelm, and we're back to where we started. One hundred percent. So, how can my listeners um, contact you and ask you questions or use your services? Yeah. Um, I think I'm pretty much on like every social media platform um, at this point. So whatever your preference is, you should be able to find me. Um, try to keep my, it's at Sherrod Trip. So I try to keep it consistent with all the platforms. So hopefully um, you should be able, you should be able to find me, no problem. Um, also on my website is uh, trip.com. And that will also have links to um, all the social media and also ways to uh, contact me as well. And I'm always um, posting new blogs and everything on my website. So there'll be some more information there too for people to read. Um, and I have a um, guide, if you don't mind me mentioning that too, for um, the listeners with talking about stress management. So I have, you know, a few of my uh, kind of favorite techniques that work, you know, uh, very quickly to help you reduce your stress. Um, you can get that uh, on my website, you know, so sherrytrip.com slash guide. And that's free for everyone if they want to um, take a look at that too. <laughs> And I always post all of this information in the show notes. And this is new. I know um, when we were doing all our pre-interview stuff, I didn't have this. So if you don't mind, I also have a resource page that's added to my website. So in addition to the show notes, if you didn't mind being on my website, I will put a Sherry Trip button right there. And everyone can click it and it'll take them directly to you. Nice and easy. <laughs> <laughs> it, makes, it makes everything that much easier so that... Um, I love to remind everyone listening that you're not in this alone and whatever you're feeling or experiencing, there's a resource there. You may reach out to Sherry and she may say, hey, like I can help you with all these things, but I may know someone else too that can help you with even more. So like, it's always important to take these resources into consideration, to explore them, ask questions, write down your questions, write down your needs and really just find out what it is that you need so that you can embark on this journey and be successful with it. So I just always yeah. love to put that there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, and to let everyone know to always feel free to reach out to me and I will lead you in the right direction. Um, you know, I'm here to help, um, you know, not just to, to sell services. And I feel like sometimes people are afraid to reach out because they feel they're just going to be sold to. And to reassure you, that's never the the case with me. I really come from a place of service where I want to try to help and lead you in the best uh, direction. So feel free to always, you know, reach out with any questions. There's, that's the beautiful thing about like every single guest that I've had is how all of you guys have like these service led hearts. And I'm very intentional with <laughs> the choosing of everyone in the conversations because like, I feel like we all have the same mission and it's just to help. Like I'm not a life coach guys, but I can point you in direction of one and uh, we can have these beautiful conversations that can help hopefully inspire and motivate you every single week. Before I go, I love to ask everyone, what does selective hearing mean to you? Great question too. So for me, when I, you know, thought about it, it really, it means to me what 
what I hear when I am, you know, just sitting quietly listening to myself, you know, you take away the noise of the outside world and really just listening to what is true to you, what you need, what you need to let go of, um, you know, that's, that's what I think of with selective hearing. Mm -hmm. Listen to yourself, everyone. Listen to you first. Mm -hmm. um, you know yourself best. Mm -hmm. I agree so much. Well, thank you so much for being here. This was an amazing conversation. Thank and you so much. To everyone listening, I will be back next week with another special episode. So until next time, this is Selective Hearing.